Hello, friends, family, first-time listeners, and anybody in between. Thank you for supporting another episode of Heart on the Mic. This is Vanessa, and I am recording live from my bedroom. have my feet propped up, and I am super tired. I probably should have took a nap like three hours ago, but it's just too late in the day for me to do that. So I'm just pushing through the day. So bear with me if my words drag on or if I sound a little not so enthusiastic. I am actually really excited to record this episode and I just didn't want to put it off another day. So I wanted to get it done now that my dog is calm and the house is quiet. And in this week's episode, I'm going to be sharing about my pregnancy. I recently shared on Instagram, if you follow us at Har on the Mic, that I am expecting I am already six months along, which feels crazy to say because time is just flying. But I haven't really talked about it much on social media, not because it's like a big secret or anything, but I just really haven't felt up to it. So I'm just going to hop right into it. And actually, I don't want to forget to say I appreciate everyone who submitted a question because it just really helped me with my um, show notes. I do outline every episode because that's just my personality. I need to have something to reference to so I don't feel like I'm forgetting something the whole time. But I really do appreciate those questions and I love when you guys interact with me online. But to get right into it, I found out that I was pregnant when I was six weeks along. I took a few tests because I didn't believe it and I kind of think I was in denial because I didn't want to get super excited or get my husband super excited about it and it was they were just all were wrong that's just how I think (laughs) I didn't I just uh yeah so I I told my husband after I took a few tests and I told him that I was going to make a doctor's appointment so that we can confirm that the tests weren't wrong We were able to confirm a week later and it was such an amazing feeling to be able to hear our baby's heartbeat and um, at eight weeks, a week later, morning sickness kicked in and showed no mercy to me until about 20 weeks. So that is too long to feel sick and I just was trying to get through each day. So the last thing on my mind was social media. The few people that I did tell um, that I was pregnant um, were really supportive in the early days uh, when I was first even just adjusting to what morning sickness is. And the reality of it is that it's not just morning sickness. At least for me, it was all day, every day, continuous Um, the continuous feeling of being nauseous and vomiting every day without skipping a day. Um, It did start to get better and I had it, you know, would vomit like every other morning. 
that might sound like TMI, but well, it was just really draining and I really didn't have much energy to do anything else besides get through my daily responsibilities. So sharing the not so fun details about pregnancy was the last thing on my mind when it came to morning sickness. And um, it just made a lot of things challenging. My husband and I have always talked about doing an April Fool's announcement if I ever happen to be pregnant on April Fool's. So luckily I turned 12 weeks the week of April Fool's and my husband followed through with what we always talked about and did a, a post on Instagram and it was just super fun to see people's like reactions and disbelief to his post. They thought it was just like another lame April Fool's joke. So, and other people like actually knew that it was real. So that was fun. My sisters um, were super excited to find out what we're expecting. So they kept asking me to do the at-home test. But my husband and I agreed to wait until our 20-week visit, which is like the anatomy visit, to confirm if the baby, um, the baby sex, basically, to confirm what we're having. So we did wait a while. We're pretty patient about that. So it was nice that at 20 weeks, my morning sickness started to chill out and that we also found out what we were having. Uh, we haven't really shared that with many people um, just because we'll do it when we feel like the timing is right. But like I said, it's no big secret or anything. We just haven't mutually both decided to, you know, take a picture or, you know, how social media is. People are just really big on that stuff. So we're just taking every day a little too slowly. Probably people keep asking me about a whole bunch of things and I'm like, I haven't even circled to that. I'm just really trying to keep my stress levels low since I'm someone who constantly worries and overthinks things. So I don't want to be super worried or overwhelmed while being pregnant because I don't want to stress the baby out. So I've been spending a lot of my time at home just taking everything day by day and um, it's been doing me well. So I don't forget to answer the questions. I'm just going to go ahead and hop right into it. One of the questions was, how did you find out or suspect you were pregnant? So we actually celebrated our fifth wedding anniversary in November of 2020. And we knew we were ready to start growing our family. So we weren't surprised, but my husband actually suspected that I was pregnant because our dog was being super clingy with me and she started sleeping right next to my stomach every night, like out of the blue. So that was pretty random. And then I um, was in denial at first, I think, or I just was in dis, like I just couldn't believe that I was growing a baby. Like it's crazy. I still trip out about it all the time. But 
on Valentine's Day, I was looking forward to getting dressed up to go out to dinner. And uh, once we got home from like taking Trixie out so she can be tired and stuff like that, all I wanted to do was just pick up a simple dinner and go to sleep. And that was like around 7.30 or 8 o'clock. And we usually stay up late. We don't have like too much of a bedtime routine, but that was super early. And I was just surprised that I was already crawling into bed to like knock out. So I guess that was the first time that I really felt the urge to like take a test or whatever. So I did like a few days later. And then I also got asked about morning sickness, um, which I already talked about that a bit, but my morning sickness, like I said, was pretty wild. Nothing seemed to help. All the fellow mom tips that people gave me didn't keep me from feeling nauseous all day. The I think they're called preggy pops or something like that. Those didn't work. Um, people were telling me other to do other things and to buy other stuff, but it just wasn't cutting it. My friend did buy me some ginger... I don't even know what they're called, but they're these chewables and it's basically ginger, lemon, and something else. And those were actually a lifesaver for a few weeks. I kept them in my purse and every time I felt nauseous while I was on the road or out and about, I would just take one of those and it would settle me until I was able to either get home to eat a meal or go through the drive-thru or whatever it may have been. So those really were the only thing that helped me other than having a routine. There are a few things that I have been eating continuously on a daily basis and Dave's killer bread has not failed me. I eat toast every morning right when I get out of bed and right after that, I'll either have an apple or a pear. If I did it any other way or tried to switch it up, it was just a fail. I would find myself vomiting. So it did take me a while to, to get into some type of routine. Saltines, Ritz crackers, none of that crap was helping me. I was still throwing up. It was just crazy. I would even skip out on feeding my dog some days. Obviously, my husband would do it for me but I could not feed her because her food would just gross me out. And um, I would rush home from taking her on her morning walk and just immediately start throwing up. That was just the daily thing for me. So it's super horrible. Um, since my morning sickness was more like an all-day roller coaster, I am still selective about what I eat just because I still get nauseous and I'm nervous about vomiting. For a while, I was on this mango kick and I was able to eat them and enjoy them like on a daily basis. It was just a part of my routine. And then from one day to the next, they just started making me feel nauseous and I would throw up. But I thought it was something else that I ate and then I paid attention for a few days and I realized it was the mangoes, so I had to cut that out of my daily rotation, and I haven't had one since. 
even though I should be fine now. I'm just nervous to eat them. Anything high in sugar did not go down well. So I've only been drinking water most of this pregnancy. I've had like a few sips of lemonade or raspberry iced tea here and there and Sprite, but very little. One day I drank a lot of Sprite and I was just in bad shape the next morning and I knew it was the soda. So I'm assuming it's like the artificial sugar or something that just does not sit well with me. But even water was hard to drink as well. It just made me feel like throwing up. So nothing seemed to do the trick for me. But obviously I had to drink water because the baby needs to be hydrated. So it's just really challenging. Um, I've never been like a water snob or anything, but only certain brands of water taste good to me now. So that's interesting to me because I never really cared. To me, water is water, but that has changed. Another question I was asked a few times had to do with cravings, which this is a hard question to answer because obviously I have cravings like who doesn't, but nothing crazy. Uh, one of my cravings did fail me. Someone told me like never ignore a, a pregnancy craving because that's just not something you should do. So I was craving an elote for two days. So my husband drove around the park to track down a guy to buy me one. And it was just the most disappointing craving ever because it was so satisfying to eat. But as soon as I got home, because I started eating it once we got it from the guy, the drive home was like 15 minutes. And once we got home, my head was in the toilet. So I was super bummed out about that. I love bacon cheeseburgers and pizza and they didn't sound appetizing to me for a while. And then I finally craved a bacon cheeseburger and it was just so amazing. I think my husband was just so happy that I enjoyed it. Those are just two examples of like cravings experiences where one was just a complete failure and one was just super satisfying. So I'm just very like cautious still about when I'm craving something or I'll eat a little bit at first, which obviously I've been doing. Nevertheless, I still eat a little bit at a time, just multiple times a day because I can't eat a lot at once. So in a nutshell, me and food have not had a good relationship, but things are slowly getting better for me since I hit 20 weeks, as I said, like two times already. But 20 weeks has really been a golden week for me. Another question that I was asked was if my husband gets cravings more than me, I guess I can say yes because he eats more than me. Like I said, my appetite just is really sucky right now. A funny question that I got is what is your least favorite question people ask you? There was a point when I hated when people asked me anything food related because as I've been ranting for, I don't know, the last five minutes, I've just had a bad relationship with food for most of my pregnancy. So I would just feel sick from visualizing whatever food they were talking about. At one point, I would not open my refrigerator. I think it took me about a few months to finally clean my refrigerator out. So my husband had to deal with all that stuff. I usually do it, but I just could not 
stand the sight of all the food on the shelves. It was just disgusting. Thank God for prenatals because despite all my issues with food and eating, the baby's growing just fine on track and stuff like that. Um, I was dealing with a lot of weight loss initially because all the all the vomiting and stuff like that related to pregnancy. So my husband and I would, you know, would just check on my weight like once a week here at home. He bought me a scale so that way we could make sure my weight didn't drop like so significantly. But it was a concern of mine for a while. And my doctor did advise me that she wanted me to start gaining weight, even though the baby was growing. She wanted to make sure that I was fine. Um, and like I said, 20, week has, 20 weeks was just a golden week for me. That's when I finally um, started seeing the scale go up instead of going down. And um, now my, you know, my belly's finally popping out and it's just so weird. Another question is how are you preparing slash planning for labor? Today I was just telling my friend Brittany that the list of things I haven't done is longer than the list of things we have done. So Trixie is a huge part of our lives. Our dog is like our child and my sisters think I'm crazy, but she really is. I spend every day with her. She goes with me everywhere I go unless I have to do something that I know she's not going to behave or it's not dog friendly. Then she'll go to work with my husband. So a big thing on the top of my list is making sure that she has like a backup babysitter or, you know, just somebody we can call in case of an emergency um, while I'm pregnant and when the baby gets here just for her to have some sort of routine. So I've been really looking for a new like doggy daycare slash day camp slash dog sitter, whatever you want to call it for her um, before the baby gets here. Um, but honestly, that's about it. Um, we have a few things that have been given us to re to us already that are major, like a crib, a bassinet, and people offering to buy certain bigger priced items for us, which is such a huge blessing. So I haven't really stressed out too much about like a registry, but I don't know. I think my husband's going to end up picking a name that we both like because every name that I've suggested to him, he doesn't like any of them. So I think he might be the one picking the baby name. So we'll see if I'm right or wrong about that once the baby's here. There was something I was going to say and I didn't want to forget. We did tell our family like two weeks later after we found out what we were having. So we were literally in no rush. We haven't been in any rush about anything. Um, something that I've really been enjoying about my pregnancy is that my husband has just been wanting to make sure that I'm not stressing out or overexerting myself in any way because I always take on a lot of tasks at once. Um, so he's just been awesome about that and making sure that I'm eating and have whatever I need as hopefully every husband does while their wife is pregnant. And um, 
We've been going to Dog Beach on a weekly basis and just going for a walk because I do um, make it a goal to try to walk two miles a day at least five times a week. So I really do value that precious time that we have because I know once the baby's here, a simple walk on the beach is not going to be that easy to do. So that's something we've been prioritizing. Another question was, what is my favorite part of pregnancy? I think that my favorite part is to know that the baby can hear me when I talk. And I feel like that's just so powerful. When I actually read in the weekly pregnancy updates that the baby could hear me, I was just super emotional about it. And I literally text my sister like, I can't believe I'm crying right now, but this is just crazy. And I think it's just such a precious thing. And I'm amazed that I can already speak life over my baby and have such a impression. But I hope that's like enough pregnancy information that you guys wanted to hear. I feel like most of it was just me talking about how horrible morning sickness has been. But honestly, that's the reality of my pregnancy. And everybody's is different. Bless the souls of those who don't really get morning sickness to crazy extents. I wish that was the case for me, but even still to this day, I do get very nauseous at certain points and stuff like that. So I'm just rolling with the punches, but I'm super excited that we'll have a baby here in the house with us in October and Oh yeah, I did make a list of things that caught me off guard. Like how could other moms not talk about this? So I titled it Things Moms Forget to Mention. First of all, hair growth on your stomach. Sorry, but wow. For any men listening, like women go through so many changes while they're carrying a child. You just have to be grateful that you don't have to deal with certain changes and that was just a shocker to me. Like, what the heck? But everybody kept saying, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You know, the prenatals. Um, sorry, that's traumatizing. <laughs> okay, that's a little dramatic, but still. Still a shocker to me as I'm six months pregnant that that happens. Um, sciatic nerve pain is another one. Just a shooting pain straight from my lower back maybe I don't know if that's the right area down to my leg like it's just crazy I had trouble walking for a few days I had to go to the chiropractor I believe in my first trimester to get adjusted or late in my first trimester early second trimester and I'm just like what the heck how come people don't talk about this I know everybody doesn't go through it but these are significant enough changes to talk about especially when it comes to like food because when you think of pregnancy everybody's always like "Ooh, what are you craving what are you craving or you're gonna have some weird cravings but they never talk about like oh yeah food's gonna disgust you and gross you out like please I'm telling you now if you didn't know these things um also very distinctive dreams I woke up one night crying because I had such like a horrible dream but I remembered everything so vividly. Like I've never remembered a dream like that in my life. And someone told me like, oh yeah, during pregnancy that happens. And I'm just like, that's insane. 
Um, and last night, actually, I had another dream, and it was just another very vivid dream. Yeah, they're not cool, guys. I wish they were like rainbows and butterflies and super vivid, but that hasn't been the case for me. Those are just a few things that caught me off guard, which are not big deals. But like I said, mom should mention these things to other moms. That's the scoop for me. I really hope that you got something from this episode and learned why I've been MIA. I just was super excited to get on the mic and get something out for you guys because I know it's just been radio silence since I think March. I could be wrong. I'm just going to take a second of silence to just make sure I'm not forgetting anything because I don't want to feel like such a Debbie Downer. I was talking about things I'm enjoying while being pregnant, which was the walks on the beach. Um, I'm also enjoying just taking life slower and not being in a rush to do too many things at once and telling people no if I'm not up for doing something, which is a major milestone for me personally because I'm a people pleaser, I guess. Pregnancy is just like an amazing experience and it's just very mind-blowing to know that I have like a child growing and that it will be here before I know it and my life is going to change so drastically but I've always knew I wanted to be a mom and have always been that kid to like dream of having a family so I'm just super excited that the time is finally here that my husband and I are growing our family and stepping into that chapter in our lives and in our marriage and I can't wait to continue to grow and it's just made me very mindful of how I think how I speak what I'm doing obviously there are things I can improve but it's just definitely made me more mindful as a person and um, I just really aspire to be a mom who just inspires my child to just be a visionary and to pursue their their dreams and their goals and to know that they can really make a difference and make a change and if I want to instill that into my child then I have to live that out myself so that's def definitely something that I am reminded of daily and um, I know the power that I hold and the worth that I have and um, I'm just so grateful for this blessing and um, I hope that this podcast just continues to grow because this is a way that I do try my best to, you know, encourage and empower people. And I know this episode is just more about me, but hopefully you guys knowing a little bit more about me this season on a personal level just really gets you guys to feel connected in some way or another. With that being said, I hope you were able to learn something new, even if you've been a listener since day one. Thank you for listening in. And I'm truly excited to be able to a launch season three like I can't believe this podcast is still going with all that all the ups and downs a special thank you to those who have rated and reviewed us on iTunes and um, that really makes a big difference I hope that you got something from this episode honestly because I just feel like it was just me going on but anywho, next episode, I'm going to be sharing about my 
um, journey in college, which isn't something I really talk about, but that episode can be relatable and can really help somebody who may find themselves in a similar situation as me. So please be sure to tune in for that. And I will see you next time or talk to you next time. That's a wrap. <laughs>